Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. And now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. I rode with him. I know what an idiot this guy is. Pedro Fernandez. Hey, Pedro, how you doing? And good evening to everybody out there and listening to the show. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Often imitated but never duplicated, 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. When I say modest, think cap. Straight up, I'm a four-time Golden Glove champion and I've won some awards for my writing, so I'm an award-winning journalist, straight up. So I'm supposed to know a little bit about boxing, right? But guess what? The average fan, they probably know a little bit more because they got a different insight, looking at it from a different perspective. So I open up the toll-free at the top of each hour just once for the rookies, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. That number, 415 275 1613. That's 415 275 1613. So, Fighter of the Year, Canelo Alvarez. Most people feel that way. Tyson Fury, maybe George Cambosis. He pulled off the upset of the year, no doubt about that. So, we'll go down the list. And, of course, the fights of the year. Straight up, there's some great fights. Of course, Oscar Valdez knocking out Miguel Burchelt. I think that stands out as probably the knockout of the year in my mind. Of course, Oscar not having a good fight a few months later, but straight up, he had a good start to 2020. No, that 2021, no doubt about that. So, we'll review the year in boxing, that and more, live today on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number two, I'll bring in boxers, uh, boxing trainer extraordinaire. Mr. B Street Boxing himself from San Mateo, California, Mr. Eddie Croft. Until then, we're going to talk boxing and mixed martial arts right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, the American Forces Network, Cable Radio Network, iTunes, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com. I keep going and going and going, but the bottom line is we're also on Vive TV, which is WBC TV. Back after the break, this is Ring Talk. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. 
Steel man pills. Things weren't always looking up, if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. You're listening to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC, right here on Sports Byline. 2022 Boxing Hall of Fame inductees. Let's go through them. Roy Jones, of course. At one point in time, Roy Jones was untouchable. I mean, he was smooth. 1988 Olympic silver medalist got robbed in the Olympics. No doubt about that over there was in Korea. They gave the, the medals to that Korean guy. That was like one of the biggest ripoffs in amateur boxing history. Anyway, Roy Jones, the best fighter pound for pound on the 1988 Olympic team, of course, went on to win titles at 154 pounds, 160 pounds, 175 pounds. I think he maybe grabbed a cruiserweight belt and the heavyweight title belt when he beat Johnny Luis. Remember Johnny Luis? They called him John Ruiz. They called him the man. I am the man. John the man Ruiz. Well, I called him Johnny Luiz. In fact, when I would see him at fights, I would yell, Johnny Luiz! Johnny Luiz! And he like wave around. He, you know, he, he, couldn't, he, didn't, he, never, he never grasped what it was Luiz and not Ruiz. Anyway, bottom line is, all kinds of things to talk about in the world of boxing. And of course, 
Boxing Hall of Fame with Mr. Roy Jones. He deserved to be there. Of course, he just had this fight with uh, this exhibition with Mike Tyson less than a year ago where he had bigger breasts than some of my girlfriends. Um, you know, but that's his thing. He's like in his 50s, so I guess he's entitled to be fat if he wants to. But guess what? If you're going to be fat, don't be showing up for fights like that, man. Don't be showing up for fights looking like you need suspenders to hold up your breasts because that's the way Roy looked, no doubt about that. And, of course, Mike, jumped, Mike Tyson could have knocked him out in a heartbeat had he wanted to, but he didn't want to. Anyway, so Roy Jones, uh, without a doubt, Hall of Fame material, no no, no doubt about that. Miguel Cotto, of course, the Puerto Rican sensation. You know, last time I really talked with Miguel, I think we were together in uh, Cartagena, Colombia at, at a convention, and I said to him, <clears throat> I said to him, you know, how could that little guy hit you that hard? I mean, because I watched Miguel Cotto take shots from middleweights, 160-pound middleweights, and take flush shots from him and, and not have that, no, no effect, or I mean, maybe he was buzzed inside, but he wasn't showing it on the outside. When he got hit by Manny Pacquiao, the little Filipino guy, on, who I thought was on Flintstone Vitamins, aka anabolic steroids, um, his world came to an end there. I mean, he was like he, he. And when I asked him about that, we're sitting by we're sitting by the swimming pool in, in Cartagena, and it was like hot outside. His kids are there and everything like that. And I said to him, I said, could, "How did a little guy hit that hard? I mean, can 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 you, can you do you think he was on steroids?" He goes. I don't know, he goes, but I've never been hit that hard in my life. And some of it had to do with the fact that uh, Manny Pacquiao's a southpaw and he hits from the opposite side because the hardest I've ever been hit in my life was by a left-hander. He hit me hard, real hard, because you don't, you don't see the, you're not used to the hooks coming from that side. Anyway, Miguel Soto, Hall of Fame, Puerto Rican sensation, more power to, power to him. James Tony, of course, uh, <laughs> James Tony, middleweight champion, knocked out Michael Nunn, I believe, in 1991. It was a big, up, big upset in Davenport, Iowa. Of course, Tony coming in a 5-1 to one underdog for that one. Jackie Kalen was his manager. Um, he won titles at 160, 168, 175, and I think he even <coughs> held a portion of the heavyweight title at one point in time as well. Um, good good James Tony story. I'm on KMBR Radio in San Francisco. I guess it was about 1993. <coughs> Yeah, and he he was champion. He was middleweight champion at that point in time. Had knocked out Michael Nunn, and uh, and, and some guy comes on the air. He goes and and he's you know we're taking calls. So uh, goes, I go say say James say hello to say hello to Philip or something. Hi Philip, how are you? Philip goes. You know I think you're a hood. I think you're a no good punk. I think you're just a loud mouth punk. Blah blah. And James goes. You know what? MF, you can suck my bank. And the girl running the the board. You know the producer. She was in such shock she couldn't hit the button. So it went out there over the air. James Tony's uh, 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 foul language went out over the air. The program director was calling me. I see the, the hotline's lighting up there because he's listening to the show. Thought Bob Agnew, the hotline is lighting up there. The whole nine yards was a little bit crazy. But, yeah, James Tony, that's how he dealt with that. Holly Holm. Wow, the coal miner's daughter. Or the, I think that's what they call her, the coal miner's daughter. Of course, he, um, no, no, that was that was uh, uh, Cindy. Cindy uh, anyway, bottom line is she is a girl, of course, uh, the God girl. She's a religious girl from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I televised some of her boxing matches. In fact, I think I was a ring announcer for a couple and televised a couple other ones. She's going into the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Of course, as a boxer, she was like, Pretty, pretty, pretty damn good. I mean, she have a knockout punch. But it was pretty damn good. I think the first time she lost, I was a ring announcer, and she lost because she had a cut under her eye and didn't want to risk getting the cut anywhere. So they were willing to take the loss for the cut, which I thought was a little bit weird because the cut was under the eye and had nothing to do with the fight. Anyway, Holly Holm, of course, went on to beat Ronda Rousey for the UFC 135-pound Bantamweight World Championship. I decided underdog there. She went in. Listen, put it this way. If they were gay, 
if Holly Holm and Ronda Rousey were gay, she would have been arrested for domestic violence. She beat up on Ronda Rousey so bad. It was like, damn, man. Ronda didn't even show up. When Ronda came back from the on the airport and came back on that plane that the USC chartered for her, uh, came into LAX, like she covered her face. She didn't want to still want to show up. She couldn't believe it. She couldn't believe it that this girl from New Mexico, this boxer per se, had just kicked the snot out of her. And she did kick the snot out of her. But Holly Holm. She had an MMA background, so it wasn't like she was like, you know, some, some rookie coming in. So no, no, she had an MMA background. Regina Harbrick, I don't know a whole lot, whole lot about her. She was a uh, women's flyweight champion, I believe, in the 1990s. Of course, that's coming to us out of, uh, out of Europe, but she was a good fighter. I remember seeing her one time, I think, on a card in New York City. But the fighter of the year, without a doubt, has to be Mr. Canelo Alvarez. I mean, think about what he did. He beat that, the guy in, uh, the, the Iranian guy in January, Avni Yerdum, he beat him pretty easily. Billy Joe Sanders licked him like a stamp. And, of course, took out Callum Plant in his last fight, 3-0 for 2021. He is the pound-for-pound best fighter in the world. The one fight that he's lost, of course, was to Floyd Mayweather. He has one draw outside of that. He's like, unbeatable. He's unbeatable, and he's a man, pound for pound, 168 pounds. Uh, he's talking about moving up to cruiserweight, maybe taking on Ukubu, the uh, UFC, the WBC, 200-pound champion. Of course, they would have some weight stipulation. He'd come into the champion, will come in some type of special weight for that. But Canelo's willing to give up 25 or 30 pounds. Good luck on that one. Um, but Canelo Alvarez, <clears throat> fighter of the year, I think without a doubt, in the minds of many, but not in the minds of me. I'll tell you, I think there's some other guys that are good candidates. I mean, Oleg Usek, the fact that he went out there and kicked, I mean, he tore a new new orifice in Anthony Joshua. He just did. He exposed the 2012 Olympic gold medals for what he was, just an eliminated guy with a uh, not-that-deep-of-a-boxing uh, uh, acumen. He just didn't have it. I mean, outside of that, he, he won the Olympic 2012 Olympic gold medal. I thought, man, this guy's going to be the next coming of, like, God, he's 6'6", six 6'7". Foot six, six foot he can box a little bit. He's charismatic. He doesn't get in trouble. I mean, this guy's going to be a good plus for the sport. But guess what? You've got to be able to fight. And Anthony Joshua can't fight. He can't. He can, he can box, but he can't fight. I mean, the fact that he let that fat guy, Andy Ruiz, who I call Auntie Louise, another Louise, Johnny Louise, Auntie Louise. Anyway, bottom line is um, the fact that he let, the fact that he let the Andy Ruiz beat him like that, and then, of course, he had to, didn't look all that good in a rematch against Andy Ruiz, and then he loses to Olek Usek. Of course, Olek Usek, the uh, ascending 200-pound champion. He's a cruiserweight title, cruiserweight title holder, moving up for 200 pounds, and now he's fighting at 220, and he beats Joshua. He beats Joshua hands down. And if they fight again, he beats him even easier. Get this. This Olek Usek guy, He's from Ukraine, but he's sort of like Pernell Whitaker at heavyweight. He faints with his shoulders. He faints with his head. He faints with his eyes. He faints with his hands. He faints with his feet. He's got all these different faints. Of course, faints are something that's been totally forgotten in the world of boxing for the most part. But he's got all these different faints, and he faints guys out of position or into thinking something's coming that's not coming. He comes with something else. I mean, he is good. He is real good. Pound for pound, you got to call him uh, one of the best pound for pound fighters in the world. World, no doubt about that. Oleg Usyk, the current world. Well, there's two world heavyweight champions. One of them's got a bunch of belts. Yeah, that's Oleg Usyk. And then the other guy's got one belt, the WBC belt, and of course the Ring Magazine belt. I'm talking about Tyson Fury. Of course, Tyson Fury, maybe Fighter of the Year. You can give him some some uh, a nomination there if you want because of the fact that, you know he starts Deontay Wilder. I mean, he just shut Deontay Wilder up. I mean, do we have to hear from Deontay Wilder anymore? Probably not. All you gotta do is like show the replay. That's all. Hey, Deontay, Deontay, we're going to show the replay. Let us show the replay, Deontay, okay? Let us show the replay. Bottom line is Deontay Wilder, 
Tyson Fury, I think that that story is over. But as far as Tyson Fury being the fighter of the year, mm-mm. my guy, fighter of the year, before we, the, before we go to the break, this is my guy, George Cambosis. He is the world lightweight champion. Devin Haney, you are not the world lightweight champion. But this kid's undefeated. He's from, he's from Australia. He's fought everybody in their backyard. He went over to Britain, and he beat up this guy, Leo Selby. Selby wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but it was a good prep for Tiafimo Lopez. So he goes in to fight Tiafimo Lopez, and in most people's mind, he's a 5 or a 6 to 1 underdog. <clears throat> maybe a 7 to 1 underdog. Maybe, maybe 12 to 1 in some places, okay? But guess what? He comes out. He knocks, out, he knocks down the Tiafimo in the first round and goes on to own him. He owned him for that fight. I mean, you know, Tiafimo had a couple of nice rounds, but just a couple. And they weren't dominant rounds outside of the first round. I mean, for the first round before Tiafimo got knocked down, he was issuing like a big-time ass-whooping on Cambosis. But Cambosis kept his cool and shot that right hand over the top. And before he knew it, Tiafimo was on the deck. Now, Tiafimo's got a whole lot of excuses. Uh, I had this, I had that, I had pneumonia, I had COVID. I mean, you name it, this guy's strep throat. Every excuse in the world uh, is coming out of Tiafimo Lopez and that asinine father of his. When I say asinine, I'm being kind. I kid you not. If he isn't the buffoon of the year in the world of boxing, there is no buffoon in the year in the, in the world of boxing. I kid you not. The fact that he looked like a clown, he was dancing between. No, check this out. His kid's in there getting his ass whooped for the World Lightweight Championship, right? And the father's out there doing like, you know, dancing, doing mariage or, or porter, whatever they're doing. You know what I'm saying? But he's out there dancing in between rounds. And he's telling his kid after one, after one round, I mean, he got beat decisively in that round. Tiafimo comes back. He sits down. He's got this look of a loser on his face. His father tells him, you won that round too. Two, meaning two T-O-O also. Two, also. I mean, you won that round also. No, no, he didn't win that round. He didn't win the round before that. But yet his father's, you know, coming up with this path, this path in the corner, and, and the kid's buying it all up because at the end of the night, he said, well, I won the fight. No, man, it wasn't even close. In fact, for me scoring at 115, 112, I gave you a couple of welfare rounds. No doubt about that. Straight up, the fighter of the year, the undefeated world lightweight champion, Mr. George Cambosis. Give him some props. No doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. More after the break. Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC with Pedro Fernandez. Do you have an old car, truck, or van? Even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around? You can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And 
your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The guitar of the mighty Jeff Camelier, then with the Tower of Power coming back from the break. Of course, some other uh, wow, some other good fights this year. Fighters of the Year, Josh Taylor, the world junior welterweight champion, undisputed, of course, uh, beat jo- Jose Ramirez in a fight that he wasn't supposed to win as easily as he did, but he showed that, showed that I think he's stellar at 140, and although some people don't think the guy from the U.K. has much ability, I think I am one of the guys I think he does. Um, some honorable mentions as far as fight of the year, fighters of the year concerned has to go to... Um, well, Javante Davis, for one, because, you know, he had a couple of fights this year, and he does talk a good game, no doubt about that. He captured the <coughs> WB 140-pound crown for a minute when he uh, stepped up and wait to take on Mario Barrios. Of course, Barrios getting stopped late in the fight. Barrios acquitted himself well, but he wasn't, I guess, in that league. But um, Javante Davis, without a doubt, the tank, what's Tank going to do at 135? I mean, he's got he's to make a mark. He says, I'm the best at 135. I'm a pay-per-view king, but yet they won't publish his recent pay-per-view numbers because they were embarrassing. That's all there was. I mean, Steven Espinosa, <clears throat> the president of the VP at Showtime, the guy that's supposed to tell us these numbers, the, the czar at Showtime, he, like, danced around it. Oh, they're independent contractors. We can't tell you what they did. What do you mean you can't tell us what they did? We want to know the pay-per-view numbers. I mean, for since the beginning of time, pay-per-view numbers are sort of like they eventually get out. 
okay? And when you don't release them early on, it's a good indication that they weren't very good. That's all I can say about that, no doubt about that. But um, as far as ratings are concerned, hey, Boxing's coming back. I mean, the zone's done well this year as far as ratings certain ESPN Plus, top rank, Bob Arum, the master, Massa Bob. I mean, no doubt about that. Massa Bob has done a tremendous. I mean, he's like he's 90 years old now, 89. Is he 90? I think he is. Anyway, pretty close to it, 80-something years old. Don King turned 90 in, in August, I believe. So he's somewhere around that. But he's rock and rolling, unlike Don King, who says I'm gonna. Uh, he resurfaces for like two minutes in a press conference once in a while somewhere. Uh, you see him on YouTube or Tic Tac or TikTok or something like that. Bob Arum's like <clears throat> swearing at people still. I mean, some guy asked him a question a couple weeks ago. He goes, how the F do I know? Oh, oh, typical era. But listen, back in the day when there was a real press corps, and I'm not trying to insult the current press corps, but back in the day when you know, there was the New York Times and the LA, the LA Times and Associated Press and UPI and Pedro and people like that, Flash Magazine, the boxing uh, trade paper. And, you know, I mean, it was different because we were all trained journalists. We all went to school to, to learn journalism, you know, so, so, we, so we knew the basics of it. But now you've got guys that just want to, like, I, I, I hate to put the rap on a couple of these guys, but I won't mention their names, but a couple of guys that are really significant now in the world of boxing as far as their reporting is concerned, they got some good stuff on the internet for the most part, um, is that they kiss a lot of ass. And they're asked, I mean, they're, asked, they're asking fighters unpertinent questions because of the fact they don't want to ask the real pertinent questions. Like, when are you get off the diamond to fight this person? A lot of times, that just ain't happening. So, the best of boxing, no doubt about that, 2021, Oscar Valdez knocking out for Mikhail Burchelt. That was like a knockout of the year. And the class move of the year was Oscar Valdez when Burchelt was sitting on a stool. He was sitting on a stool. He was knocked out. They put him on a stool in the center of the ring, you know, put some mice around him and this and that. So he's, like, knocked out, trying to come back and get his senses back together. He's been short-circuited neurologically. He's been concussed, okay? And um, Oscar Valdez comes over and gets on his hands and knees in front of him and sort of, like, praises him in front of him. And that was the classiest move I've, I think I've seen in boxing in many, many, many years. So Oscar Valdez, props to you for that. Um, as far as some of the women are concerned, Hmm. Female boxing. Katie Taylor, of course, she's undefeated out of the UK. I think she's 20 and zip. She's the, uh, what, welterweight champion, I believe. Anyway, she deserves some props. Clarissa Shields. Um, I'm not a Clarissa Shields fan at all. I mean, I think she's like 11-0. She's a WBC champion, 11-0 or 12-0. But she's got no knockouts. And, you know, you got to have a little pop to, to get me interested. Anyway, um, she's got no, I mean, she's got a big mouth. She talks a lot of smack, like a lot of trash. But I will give her this. She crossed over to the world of mixed martial arts and she actually she won a fight and then she lost one but mm, she won a fight she was willing to do it I mean, she's i mean good lord man good, you know that's that's gotta like blow me away the fact that somebody's making the crossover and they've got no mma background they, they make the crossover to mma of course and she got and at one point in time i think she was getting choked in her it was going to get submitted in that first mma fight and then she showed incredible intestinal fortitude by not giving up i mean i would have just said Tap, tap, tap. Baby, it's all over. Just let me go. No doubt about that. But she didn't. As far as the rest of women's boxing is concerned, we've got Amanda, Amanda Nunes. Of course, she's out. Was she like 42-1, and one, something like that? She's got a, a champion in like four or five different weight classes. And Sinessa Estrada. I hope I said that right. Sienessa Estrada. She's like 22-0 and 0 with like seven or eight knockouts, nine knockouts. She's the baddest, you know what, on the planet. You know what word I was trying to use? I can use that word on the air. I can use I mean, that, that word's cool to use on the air. But she is the baddest on the planet, okay? She is. I mean, she only weighs 105 pounds, but, man, I would put her in with anybody up to 
118 pounds without a doubt right now. Anybody. And I mean, even some of these dudes, man. She's too slick. I mean, she's boxes with guys. I saw some some film of her uh, about a year ago. That's when I first got turned on. Somebody showed me some films of her. I think they shot it on YouTube or something like that. And she was sparring with guys down there. I think it was De La Hoya's gym. So she's sparring with guys down there. And she's like licking the guys. You know, and guys don't like to get licked by girls. Girls like to get licked by guys, but guys don't get, you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, um, they just don't. So anyway, when a girl's slapping you around in the gym, you got to live with that. I mean, I would never let a girl, I would never, ever let, I, it just wouldn't matter. It wouldn't happen. I, it just wouldn't happen. And if it did, I think I'd learn something from it. See, that's what's it. Most of the time in boxing, um, you know, you learn from your wins. Everybody says, you learn, yeah, yeah, I learn. No, no, I learn from my losses. I learn from the I think more about today, 25 years retired from boxing, at least. Um, I look at, um, I look at my losses, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to dwell on the negative, but you know, the losses kept me from reaching even higher limits, even higher heights. So that sort of uh, stalled my ascension and things like that. Because I thought I was good enough in 1984 to do things. I really did. I thought I was good enough to, like, if not win the gold medal, I mean, fight for the gold medal. I kid you not, because I was kicking some ass here in the gym, kicking ass in Colorado Springs. We had a sparring in Colorado Springs. I was lighting people up there. And then, of course, I picked Vincent Webb. Of all the guys I could pick, I had to pick Vincent Webb. And Vincent Webb was a guy that simply outsized me. And size matters in two things, pornography and combat sports. When I say he outsized me, he stayed in bed for two days. He was in bed for two days making the weight. So this is how he did it, okay? He had some weird way of making the weight. But it was 139 pounds, and he fought at 147 as a pro, even sometimes above 147, like 150 pounds. So he was a tall, rangy kid from St. Louis, Missouri, from the hood, okay? So he was tall and he was rangy. And when I realized that he and I were both the same weight as we sized up against each other at the weigh-in, I realized, man, I'm too small for 139 pounds. And I was just too for our junior welterweight. I was just too small for 139 pounds. And I realized it right then and there. And yet, you know, when you fight some of the, the local guys, well, you're bigger than those local guys because mm, they're not all that accomplished athletes. But when you step up to the, the uh, upper echelon of amateur boxing, you watch these guys that have been doing it for a long time, have a couple hundred amateur fights, you know, know how to make weight and make weight. He made weight in bed. I kept going by his room. Vincent, well, we're at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs, and I kept going by his room with a little snack. You know, like, hey, you hungry? I kid you not, I was messing with him because he wasn't eating, and he didn't eat. So we went out there, we fought this three-round fight, and I, did, I, I was cracking him in the body. I was cracking him, cracking him, cracking him, because I thought he would fold. I mean, if you had to make weight, if it, if it, took, him that, it took him that long, three or four days to make weight, and he barely made it in the whole night, blah, blah, blah. anyway, I thought that he was, you know, was going to be drained, right? So I cracked him in the body, cracked him in the body, cracked him in the body. Didn't work. No doubt about that. After three rounds, it just wasn't enough. But the next day, he lost to Tony Martin. Tony Martin, I think, was out of Chicago, Illinois. Since Tony, um, Tony beat him, and Tony had, Tony beat him that next day, but Tony had lost him before. And, of course, Tony Martin was the guy that came out to California, San Francisco, California, back when Newman's Gym was still happening uh, on Leavenworth Street. And he came out here, he's thinking he was going to win the Golden Gloves. I kid you. you should have, I couldn't believe this. I, my, my turf had never, ever been invaded before. I never felt threatened or anything like that, okay? And yet this guy from Chicago says, I'm here to win the Golden Gloves. No, man, this is not a foregone conclusion here. You came here to try to get into some to back door into the Nationals. That ain't happening this way. Anyway, I beat the snot out of him in the gym. Of course, he went on to um, do okay as a pro. At the end of the day, don't come into my house, baby, unless you're ready to rock. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking into the world of boxing, MMA. Got a text here. Why didn't I include Jake Paul in the Fighter of the Year? Nominees. Okay, we'll throw them in there. 
still George Cambosis, I think, without a doubt. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV on Vive TV. Like you told me that I would. Nunez's hands are down, and she's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. Over and over. Amanda Nunez. I would never let a woman kick my ass. If she tried anything, I'd be like, hey, you get your bitch ass back in the kitchen and make me some pie. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council. The WBC. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours. Any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760. That's 800-306-1760. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC. 
the World Boxing Council. Mighty Horns of the Tower of Power. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check out Tower of Power, of course, rocking and rolling. The Godfathers of Soul from the East Bay, Oakland, California, where they all originated. No doubt about that. Check it out, towerofpower.com. They got it going on. Soul music. Soul music from the uh, old school soul music. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside <coughs> looking the world of boxing, the MMA. Want to mention the fact that Tim Witherspoon, former heavyweight champion, is going to uh, have his birthday tomorrow, the 27th of December. Let me tell you about Tim. Probably, I guess it was about 1983 or so, 82 or 83, but... Mm. Larry Holmes took him very lightly and got beat. And Larry Holmes got the decision that night. Okay, so, was, so Tim Witherspoon probably deserved to be the world heavyweight champion tonight against Larry Holmes. That was one of Larry's shaky fights. That and against Carl the Truth Williams. Probably the only two fights that Larry had shaky, shaky decisions as far as defending the world heavyweight title is concerned. Okay, but Witherspoon <clears throat> went on to win the heavyweight title on two different occasions. Uh, I think he held the WBA belt and the WBC belt on different occasions. But in uh, the year 2000, it was uh, April of 2000. We're in Antigua. Antigua being this island out in the middle of the Caribbean, okay, uh, near Puerto Rico and that kind of good stuff. So anyway, we're at Antigua. We're going to have a fight card in Antigua. This casino's like flown us over there. They've dumped all this money into us. I mean, Harold Smith has got, got people like throwing money at us and buckets, buckets of money. I kid you not. So anyway, we're in Antigua. I go over there the first time. We had this press conference. We kick it off, <clears throat> and there's a lot of women there. When I say a lot of women... Um, a lot of women were, women were put there, um, for your fulfillment. And I wasn't into that. Okay. But Tim Witherspoon definitely was. What I'm trying to tell you was, so he fell in love with this girl. We went to, I guess we had the press conference in Antigua, I guess about, about six weeks before the fight card. So he met this girl at this press conference, this and that, and he ended up, you know, infatuated the whole nine yards. So he spent six weeks over there with this girl training with this girl. Instead of training, he was with this girl. I mean, every time we went to guy, when I was over there for like three weeks, I said, hey, man, let's go to the gym. Oh, I already went to the gym today. I said, man, it's, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. How, when, when did you go to the gym? And oh, I worked out in my room. Stuff like that. So Tim was lazy. This is Tim was lazy. Anyway, he ends up fighting Mike Cedillo for the NBA heavyweight title. I televised that fight, and that was a bit of a disappointment. They called it a draw after 12 rounds, but that was Tim Witherspoon's <clears throat> last gasp, per se, at the big time, 12, 27, wow, wow. 1227 is his birthday, but that was April 29, 2000, when he made a fool out of himself with everything with that draw in Antigua, um, uh, the island of Antigua. Had some good times over there and some bad times over there. I remember the st- they had a storm. Check this out. They, they had the outside lighting. We're doing this fight outdoors, okay? And the casino's like about 100 yards from this little stadium they set up outdoors. So they got the, and, and, and they didn't realize it was going to rain that night, so they didn't put any tarp over the ring ring and the lights are being exposed to the rain coming down right so the rain's coming down you hear the rain hitting the lights going and every once in a while a bulb goes pop i mean a light bulb you know these light got all these light bulbs above you you're freaking out like this thing's blowing back and forth this and that because you know there's no standards it's not like las vegas when you got like trained engineers setting up uh production stands things like that ringside this is just a couple of guys they hired like a, a, the home depot there in antigua antigua that's basically what this boiled down to okay so the, the lighting and the ring is rocking back and forth in, in the rain and the storm this and, that, and i'm sitting there trying to be like you know calm as like as calm and cool as i can be to uh, do this broadcast the show must go on the show must go on but there was a couple times there i'm kidding you not when i almost made a run i think humile was my broadcast bomber partner but there was a couple times there when i almost made a run for the casino 
I mean, it was just the thunder. It started thunder and lightning, this and that. The lights were shaking above the ring. The, wa- the water's coming down. Light bulbs are popping the whole night. I was saying to myself, this is not the way to go. This is not the way to go on some little desert, uh, some little shit-ass island, excuse my language, some crummy-ass island out here in, in the Caribbean. This is not the way to go. Anyway, let's talk about the, uh, the boxing fights that took place, of course, on Christmas Day. White Magic, that's what they call him because he's not a black guy. I'm talking about Vito Melanecki now, junior, 10-1, uh, 7 KLs. Newark, New Jersey, what he calls home, of course. He sells a lot of tickets. He's a 19-year-old welterweight prospect, 147-pounder. Good-looking kid, no doubt about that. A won a 10th uh, uh, round stoppage last night over Nicholas uh, DeLamba. Lamba came to 16-3, left 16-4, five KOs. The five KOs was the key, key thing there because when you're, bringing, when you're bringing a guy in to fight your guy, you want to bring in a guy that can't punch. I mean, you know, you never really want to, you don't want your guy's chin getting tested. You just don't want to, boom, oh, uh, found out he couldn't take a punch. You want to find out in the ring. You want to maybe find out in the gym. You want to find out in the ring because a professional fighter, once his chin's exposed, it's all over. Anyway, Vito, White Magic Malinaki was the winner last night. Um, the unbeaten WA 154-pound contender, Uelvis Gal- Gomez. I think he's Cuban. 505 KOs destroyed Cassius Clay Collard. Why would you need your name? Listen, if you're going to be Cassius Clay, that's Muhammad Ali's birth name, his slave name, he called it. If you're going to be Cassius Clay, you better fight so good and make your you-know-what hard. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on, man. Cassius Clay, and then you go out there and you get knocked out, and you got a record like 9-6 and six with three draws and four knockouts? That, that, that name, Cassius Clay, probably got you those three draws. I kid you not, but Cassius Clay collared... Man, give it up. Anyway, he got dropped and uh, stopped in the very first round by Yoel Gomez, now 5-0, 5K, ranked number 8 by the WBA at 154 pounds. Unbeaten middleweight, 160-pounder, uh, Joey Spencer, 6-13-0 now, 10KL, scored a explosive fifth-round knockout against Limbuth Ponce. 18-5, 11-KLs. It was a left-right combination of Finis Ponce after four competitive rounds. The time was 124. So there was some boxing as far as the um, the Christmas holiday is concerned. And I love it, man. I thought this was – I don't think – this is not a foregone conclusion that everybody's doing something on Christmas because people have got time to watch fights. I kid you not. If you put quality fights on, people will watch them. You put dumb – Bunk fights on people probably watch them, but you know, I mean, I kid you not. The wrestling world used to go with Starcade and and all these WCW, and then uh, Vince McMahon would go on a holiday and this and they would go on these holidays back and forth, right? And it was sort of cool because you'd have something to do. Cedric Kushner did it on a couple of holidays as far as boxing was concerned. Um, but so it's sort of cool on these holidays. You've got something to do outside of just sit around and look at that, you know, that Fox, the guy that, you know, the uncle of yours that, that's so crazy and watches Fox News, that kind of stuff. You know, you want to deal with it. Let's just watch the TV. Put out something on TV. We can all watch some wrestling or some, some boxing. But now it's boxing. Of course, boxing, rock and rolling on the zone. If you haven't got the zone yet, what can I say? It's worth it. I think they're charging 20 bucks a month now. I think I'm paying 10 Why? Because I'm sitting there pimping them off on the radio. No, blowing them on the radio. No, I kid you not. I was part of a, uh, the early guys that came to the zone. I think we got it for $9.95 a month for a while. <clears throat> I don't know if they changed the price yet. But anyway, I think it's $19.95 to join right now. But you get fights, steady fights, probably... Probably fights average three or four times a week. I kid you not. And, you know, if you add all the cards up, I mean, you're overdosed on boxing if you got the zone. Then you've got ESPN, and their app is ESPN+. And, of course, Bob Arum is a man behind that. Massive Bob. I call him Massive Bob with a top-ranked plantation. But, yeah, he's got to go on whether he's 90 years old or not. He still puts on good fights. Bob Arum still puts on good fights. Bob Arum knows how to promote fights. Bob Arum, Don King. What these guys do, what these guys have done is 
They take you and they make you bigger than you are. Okay? They make you bigger than you are. And Al Heyman can't do that. I mean, you know, he just can't do I don't I, Al hasn't got the <clears throat> Al hasn't got it. Maybe it's because Al doesn't, you know, deal with the press. You know who Al Heyman is? Al Heyman is the, the man behind Premier Boxing championships of course he was the guy that got all that money from the uk they lend them a whole bunch of money like a half a million half a billion dollars about three or four years ago to start premier boxing champions some some companies over there in the uk gave him all this money and of course he went out there and wrote checks to everybody and of course he's floyd mayweather's guy as far as his is a his advisor and things concerned but he wrote checks to everybody and he ruined guys i mean mikey garcia got a check for like two million bucks look what it did to mikey garcia he can't fight anymore at one point in time he was pound for pound one of the best now mm, you know, just Mikey Garcia. Just a fat guy who doesn't want to make weight anymore. Why doesn't he want to make weight anymore? Because you gave him all that money for doing spit. Spit with an H. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, I mean if, you, if you're a boxer and they tell you, well, how much you making? Well, you know, I'm getting $300,000 a fight. You're in 300 fight? Okay. I'll give you $2 million and you wait out the contract with top rank. Well, you know, the contract's going to be like 18 months, almost two years. That's all right. That's all right. Just wait the contract out. I'll give you $2 million. So Mikey Garcia takes the two million bucks. I guess, you know, you'd have to be a fool not to. No, 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 not really, because the bottom line is two years of his prime was taken away. When he came back, he wasn't what he was. He didn't want to make weight. He's not disciplined anymore. He's just not. And now he's just a guy that I think he's he's a great opponent. If you're looking for a guy to beat up and doesn't want to get all serious about boxing, look to Mikey Garcia, no doubt about that. As far as uh, disappointment is concerned, he is a major disappointment. Oh, some other fighters, fighter of the year, Nonito Donaire. Wow, what can I say about him? <clears throat> the WBC 118-pound champion, him and his wife, Rachel, they have carved their, carved their own way. They're out of Newark, California. And of course, uh, uh, the other kid I just mentioned was out of uh, Newark, New Jersey. But they're out of v- Newark, California. Of course, he was the IBF 100, wait, 100. 12-pound champion when he knocked out Victor Archinia back in 2007. In fact, it was 7-7-2007, July 7, 2007. If he'd only knocked out Victor Archinia in the seventh round, it'd been, been even sweeter, a day of sevens, but it wasn't. Anyway, he knocks out Tarchinian, and he captures the IBF 112-pound title. <clears throat> that was 15 years ago. Yeah, that was almost 15. Yeah, 15 years ago next week. So he figured 2022, 15 years ago. So 15 years later, he comes back. He's a decided underdog. Takes on a WBC champion, 118 pounds, and he licks him. I mean, he stops him. I mean, he stops him. And then he comes back. He defends the title a couple of weeks ago against another Filipino uh, countryman, and he stops him with a body shot. So what can I say? I mean, maybe fighter, maybe it, maybe deserve, maybe they deserve to share it. George Cambosis and, and Nonito Donaire, because Donaire just you got to give him a whole lot of props. You really do. I mean, sometimes you know. <clears throat> Uh, women in boxing are, how can I put this? I'm not trying to be chauvinistic or anything like that, but a lot of times when you get a woman in the, in the boardroom, and I say the boardroom, I say, you know, we're sitting around discussing a fight and negotiating a fight, and there's a promoter and the TV people, all you know, sitting around. Um, women are looked down upon, and not that they should be looked down upon, but sometimes they are, and sometimes they take away from, um, from what's going on. They just... It just happens that way, okay? And I'm not trying to say that women don't belong uh, at the upper echelon of boxing as far as managers or promoters are concerned. But, you know, I haven't seen too many successful female promoters. Have you? No. I haven't seen too many successful female managers. I mean, there's been a few over the years, but not too many. Jackie Kalin, for one, with the aforementioned James Tony, of course, the former world middleweight champion who moved all the way up to heavyweight. But outside of that, not a whole lot in the world of, uh, of females in the world of boxing. So it's a man's game. 
But Rachel Donaire, she is Nonito's uh, wife, and she's a very assertive female. When I say assertive, I mean she will, like, get in your face, okay? She just will. And, sure, she's alienated a whole lot of people as far as promoters are concerned and managers and things like that and negotiating fights. And, of course, then uh, where, where was it that uh, one guy called Nonito's wife a skank or something like that so he wouldn't fight him? And stuff, stuff like that. You know, I, in other words, if somebody called my old lady a skank, man, that would just motivate the hell out of me to go out there and kick the snot out of him, wouldn't it? Your old lady's a skank. Whoa, you said that on the Internet? No, he said it on videotape and sent it to you. And, and you're not going to fight him? I don't want to fight him now. He insulted me. Oh, no, no, no. Nito, you should have fought that guy. Anyway, no Nito Lanier may be fighter of the year for 2021. No doubt about that. The kid from Newark, New Jersey. May give him some props. Of course, and his wife, as I said, very assertive. Very, uh, she was in the, she's in the corner now. So she's calling some of the shots. She's one of his assistant trainers. So she's definitely part of the mix. So the mix is working. So who am I to criticize it? It works. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Tower and Tom Bowes to the break. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours. Any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760 That's 800-306-1760 Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. 
with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Next week, next Sunday, or if you're watching on VTV next Tuesday, the return of the HBO Godfather. I'm talking about Larry Merchant returns. Of course, I usually give him the month of December off in each year because December is a slow boxing month for the most part, except for December 2021. It was a little bit different. But the bottom line is, as <clears throat> part of his contract, the Godfather, I'll have to redraw that next year. But uh, he'll be 91 in, Mar- in February, February the 11th, I believe. Imagine that. Larry Merchant turned in 91 years old, February the 11th, 2022. Wow, I mean, he's blown away. And of course, that's the same day that Buster Douglas melted down Mike Tyson in 1990. Of course, that was, the, that was Larry's birthday. What an epic day that was. Of course, the meltdown in Tokyo, Mike Tyson getting knocked down in training by Greg Page and, and Mike Jameson, the guy out of uh, San Jose, California, that little short, short chubby, chubby guy knocked him down in training as well. So bottom line is Mike wasn't having a good training camp, go, camp over there. And of course, then Buster Douglas, who was focused, his mother was kind of, his mother just died like a fortnight prior, a couple of weeks prior, he was focused, there's no doubt about it. And of course, Buster got off the deck. When Buster got knocked down in that, oh, I think it was the ninth round, the, the round, the fight ended in the 10th, I believe. He got knocked down in the ninth round by that vicious uppercut by Mike Tyson. Um, the people in, in, in Buster Douglas's corner didn't think he was getting up because he was such a dog. You hear what I'm saying? He was a dog. I mean, he's a canine. I mean, yeah, he was a heavyweight champion of the world at one point in time because he had one good night. But outside of that, for the most part, James was a guy that never wanted to dedicate himself. He never wanted to be totally in shape. In fact, I told you about the time I busted him at the California Pizza Kitchen. Take that back. Not in the pizza kitchen. I busted him in the sauna. I went in. So I went to the California Pizza Kitchen to get a pizza at the Mirage Hotel. And he's going to fight Vander Holyfield for the world heavyweight title that he won for Mike Tyson earlier in 1990. I guess it was October of 1990 now. And that fight with the meltdown was in February. Anyway, so it's October 1990. And I get a tip from the girl that I'm with in the uh, California Pizza Kitchen that Buster Douglas will be getting pizzas delivered to the sauna. I said, what? Yeah, to the help to the sauna. I said, "What are you talking about?" In other words, he's having pizzas made at the California Pizza Kitchen in the Mirage Hotel in the basement there, and then bringing them over to the sauna. He's having them delivered to the sauna. They were delivering pizzas to the sauna. So I went over there and I found him. And guess what? Saw a couple of his people running out the back, and all these pizza boxes were there. But Buster Douglas and his crew fled me two nights before the fight, of course, against Vander Holyfield, where he got knocked out in the third round and losing the world heavyweight title. He took a dive, but guess what? California pizza, baby, in the sauna. That takes chutzpah. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Hour number two forthcoming on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and like a thousand other internet platforms. We are often imitated but never duplicated. This is the original podcast. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Hour number two of Ring Talk after the break. Wait. 
USA Radio News with Wendy King. Health officials are raising concerns about the rise in COVID cases across the country. The numbers of kids and teens are also rising sharply, according to reports from pediatric hospitals. Some of the states with the worst cases include New York, Ohio, Texas, and Pennsylvania. According to the American Academy of Pediatrics, 170,000 children tested positive for COVID last week. That's an increase of nearly 28% in just two weeks. The system of this country, apartheid, is immoral. South African Archbishop Desmond Tutu has passed away. He cast an indelible impression on the world by speaking out against apartheid before it was dissolved in South Africa. In 2009, he received the Presidential Medal of Freedom from Barack Obama. This is USA Radio News. Here's a great thing to consider doing right now before the end of the year. Call MediShare and find out just how much you would save by switching to MediShare, the affordable alternative to health insurance. When you call, you'll get some good news and probably be very happily surprised, too. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. It's so worth it to at least find out. And you'll see why more than 400,000 people are already members. MediShare is a Christian community that shared more than $4 billion in each other's health care costs. It really is remarkable, and they're very easy to talk to. And here's the thing. If you join before the end of the year, they'll waive your new member fee. That's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second. The call, and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 31st, so call now. You'll save even more. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. On CBS's Face the Nation, Vice President Harris spoke about a few regrets. Since taking office last January, Vice President Kamala Harris has traveled to a half dozen nations, visited multiple U.S. cities and states, and taken repeated trips to her home state of California, including this Christmas weekend. But in a pre-recorded interview, Harris identified her biggest failure since taking office. To not get out of D.C. more. <laughs> I mean, uh, and I actually mean that sincerely uh, for a number of reasons. I, you know, we, uh, the president and I came in, you know, COVID had already started. It was, the pandemic had started. And when we came in, we really couldn't travel. Harris made the remark to Margaret Brennan of CBS News, who spoke with Harris for this weekend's edition of Face the Nation. From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau, I'm Brad Bernards. You're listening to USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. The world is mourning the passing of two legendary musicians. USA's Chris Barnes has the story. The lead singer of a 60s band has passed away. Wanda Young, the lead singer of the Marvelettes, who joined up with that group in 1965, has passed away at 78. Her family says she died after suffering complications from chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Another well-known musician has also passed away. 
as J.D. Crow, a legendary bluegrass banjo player, is dead at 84. It was there I first listened to Tributes already pouring in. Grammy Award-winning guitarist Billy Strings took to Twitter to call Crow a legend, saying he had tone, taste, and timing like no other. From the New England Bureau of USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Police in California say a surfer has died after he was attacked by a great white shark. The body of a male surfer was found in the water off Morro Bay State Park, which is about 225 miles north of Los Angeles. The death is under investigation. Beachgoers were told to stay out of the water for 24 hours following the attack. This is the first fatal shark attack in San Luis Obispo County in 18 years. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind Knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760. 800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. That is just a fact of life. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Woo! gonna be good! Thomas y Caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is the one, the only, Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. Often imitated but never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm your ever so modest host. When I say modest, think caps. I'm a four-time Golden Glove champion and an award-winning journalist. So supposedly, allegedly, I'm supposed to know something about boxing. But guess what? The average fan knows more. So I give you the opportunity at the top of each hour, once only. Here is a toll-free, one 800 Eight seven eight seven five two nine. The toll free listener line. Once again, you want to impart? You can one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Of course, there's also the guilt free no commitment text line. You can text me here in the studio. Please lay off the four letter words. Uh, the text line. I'm just kidding. Four one five two seven five one six one three. That's right. The Ring Talk WBC TV text line here in the studio. That number is four one five two seven five. One six one three. Of course, boxing coming up on the first of the year. Pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. They should pay you to watch this. That's what I think it is. It says pay-per-view. So they're going to pay you to watch this TV card on January 1st. I kid you not. It's on pay-per-view. Luis Ortiz, 
the Cuban exile taking on Charles Martin, the guy that's saying a fair fighter out of uh, out of L.A. But the bottom line is they're going to put this on pay-per-view. And guess what? The promoters are feeling so benevolent, they're going to pay you to watch this. Because they can't be talking about charging to watch this, so they've got to be paying you to watch this. Pay-per-view, they're going to pay you to watch this. Pay-per-view, I'm not paying to watch it. Get me? January 1st, talk about that in depth. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and a little bit of MMA as well. Of course, Ring Talk is live. It's brought to you by the WBC. Check out their interactive website, wbcboxing.com. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. You're listening to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC, right here on Sports Byline. 
check it 12 minutes past the hour this is ring talk live worldwide and wbc tv you might be watching us delayed on vtv of course they are giving us a tuesday time slot we thank them for that you are listening to our tuning are you t- you are tuning in to the longest running fight show in history ring talk live worldwide 37 make that 38 plus years now to talk about podcasts i was the first show on the internet that's right the first show on the, the very first show on the internet. in fact when they told me you were on the internet what are you talking about? What do you mean the internet? You're no, you're not in. You're in the World Wide Web. You're on the web. Well, I'm, what does it mean? I'm on the web. I couldn't figure that one out. Okay. Eventually, we did figure it out. Obviously, now we're in 160 countries. A fabulous internet is just amazing. No doubt about that. But I was referring earlier before the uh, break about Luis Ortiz. He's like 99 years old. He's a Cuban southpaw. Of course, he's like 32 and two. Got a good record. Been stopped those two times. 27 KOs. I think Deontay Wilder beat him up. Um, but outside of that, he's not a bad fighter. Okay, but to put him in the pay-per-view main event against guy a guy by the name of Charles Martin, who really doesn't bring a whole lot to the dance other than I think Henry Tillman, the 1984 Olympic gold medalist, trains him. Outside of that, not a whole lot there. So put this on pay-per-view. You got to be kidding me. But guess what? In order to have a good pay-per-view card, you have a you, have to, you usually have a good supporting cast, right? Unless you got a super main event. So when you don't have a super main event, you need to have a good supporting cast. Well, Frank Sanchez and Carlos Negron, uh, Johnny Rice and Miguel Coffey, that's going to be a rematch, I guess, the second time. Gerald Washington. How old is Gerald Washington? I said it before. <coughs> I'll be repeating, repeating myself. But Gerald Washington is like he was a cruiserweight at one point in time. He's older than George Washington. I kid you not, as far as boxing is concerned. He's taking on a guy named Ali Demarez. And Victor Frost is going to be on the card with Ego Cladisay. It's an all heavyweight card, January the first on pay per view. I guess if you like to watch heavyweights, you can watch them here. But these guys are a bunch of heavyweight slobs. I'm sorry, just got to tell it like this. Speaking of slobs, Dana White, my my favorite guy. You know that. You know I love him. You know me and him uh, go back a long ways. Of course, I remember when he came to Las Vegas when the mob ran him out of um, Boston. What happened was Whitey Bulger, <clears throat> then the mafia head who got killed a couple years ago in prison. But he was the guy that was on the run for like 10 years, and they caught him living a few miles from, from Larry Merchant down there in Santa Monica, California. Anyway, so Whitey Bulger <clears throat> goes to, uh, goes to uh, Dana White's running a boxing gym in South Boston. I think, some, I think it was South Boston, a little boxing gym. And, and Whitey's people go to him and say, listen, you got to start paying us protection money. We're the mafia. We're the Irish mob. you got to start paying us. If you don't start paying us, we're going to like beat you up. And Dana goes, hey, you know, I don't have 2500 bucks a month loan to give you, let alone 250 bucks. so you must be out of your mind. Get out of here. So he throws them out of the gym, and then they sort of, like, getting rough in this and this. So they got rough, and they threatened him, and they threatened his life to the point where he went out to Las Vegas. So evidently, he took his last 25 bucks, or whatever it was, whatever it took to get to Vegas back then in the 90s. And so he gets on a, a bus or a plane. He flies to Vegas, and he meets the Fertitta brothers, Lorenzo and Frank Fertitta, who own the station casinos at that point in time. Of course, their money comes from illegal card betting back in the uh, the early 1960s, late 1950s, when they had illegal card clubs, their their parents and their grandparents ran these illegal card clubs in and around Dallas, Texas. So the Fertitas had deep, deep pockets, okay? So <clears throat> Dana comes out here, he meets the Fertitas, and they come up with this notion to buy the USC. So they bought the USA thing off the, uh, for like 1.5 million bucks. Man, it's got to be one of the greatest purchases and resales in the entire history of, of capitalism. Think about this. They bought it for 1.5 or 1.4 million bucks, and they sold it for $4.2 billion, $4,200 million. That's what he sold the UFC for about two years ago to that conglomerate. So when I say, is, you know, you can, if you can get it, more power to you. But I thought that was a, a pink elephant. Anyway, Dana White, <clears throat> the piece of work that he is, I keep saying this, he's a piece of work because 
He is the pimp of all pimps. Listen, I thought Barry Gordy was a good pimp. Man, Barry Gordy was the president of Motown Records. When I mean, I don't mean as a pimp, pimp, mean pimping girls, but I mean as far as like writing pimp contracts. Barry Gordy wrote the best contract. Barry Gordy, Don King said, Don King was said to have uh, written some slave contracts in his time. He didn't like to use that word slave unless it was him being called a slave, him calling himself a slave, portraying himself as a slave. But the bottom line is, DK wrote some slave contracts over the years, okay? And, uh, you know, it comes back to haunt you. It just, it just comes back to haunt you, no doubt about that. But right now, we've got a world heavyweight champion. His name is Tyson Fury. He's got some emotional issues. We know he has. I mean, he's got the cocaine problems in the past. He was depressed. He went up to 400 pounds. People laugh when I said he was 400 pounds. He was. He was 400 pounds. I kid you not. So he's turned his life around. Got a good lady. Got a lady by his side and this kind of stuff. His wife, so he's happy and all that kind of good stuff. But he can't figure out what he wants to do as far as the Dillian White is, Dillian White fight is concerned. <clears throat> I think Dillian White deserves his shot. He's been around a while. He beat uh, Povetkin after Povetkin knocked him out, and I think that deserves that merits him getting another title shot, now, a title shot against the champion. Now, whether that's going to happen or not, Tyson Fury says maybe not. Tyson Fury says maybe yes, so we'll have to see what happens. That usually boils down to money in my book, no doubt about that. Now, back to the UFC. They don't have any good cards coming up outside of one card, I think, on the 22nd of this month of January, 22nd of next year, and that's going to be... Um, the heavyweight champion of the world, he's a bad dude. I'm talking about Francis Ngannou, man. He's a guy that just, just scares. He would, he's just frightening. He's a monster. I mean, he's like six foot five, six foot six. He punches harder than anything I've ever seen in my life. And he's wearing four-ounce gloves. So <clears throat> not only can he punch harder than anybody I think I've ever seen, because he gets good leverage on his shots, in case you're not. When he digs down into the canvas with them punches, you should see what he does with them. He just destroys people. I mean, outside of Stippy Miocic, of course, Stippy played his game and uh, wrestled with him in the first round and got him tired. And, of course, you know, Francis Ngannou learned off that first heavyweight title fight. Of course, he came back and stopped Stip Miocic in the rematch, but it was a one-sided rematch in which a guy that was so big he should have been arrested for, like, you know, beating up on a little guy. It was like beating up on a kid, juvenile, <clears throat> beating up on a juvenile. That's the difference in size between Stip Miocic at 220 pounds, 215 pounds, and Ngano coming in at the limit of 260 pounds. It was like a mismatch, no doubt about that. Should have been, should have went down that way the first time, but Stippy, a little smarter than, than Francis Ngano at the time, and he was able to outsmart him and win a five-round decision. Now, Ngano's going to fight a guy by the name of Gane. That's what they call him, G-A-N-E. The guy can fight. The guy's undefeated. The guy's a monster. The guy's another six foot five inch guy. In other words, I was saying that Francis Ngannou could never ever be beat. Not in this era. I said, but looking at these guys, he can't be beat. Nobody could beat him. <clears throat> I don't think he could beat him. Well, maybe this guy can beat him. So that's a fight worth watching January 22nd on pay per view. <clears throat> and that's the only time I really want to endorse a pay per view fight with the USC because of the fact that it's competitive, it'll be exciting, and I don't know who's going to win. When you've got a coin toss, flip the coin up and down. We'll see who's going to win. That makes for a good heavyweight title fight. Outside of that, I'm not a big UFC fan, and most of you know why, because of the fact that Dana White doesn't pay his guys. And, you know, you <clears throat> listen, when you get elbowed in the head and you've got a buzz in your ear for like three months and you're only getting ten grand, and yet you're walking around with a buzz for three months, something's wrong. You understand what I'm saying? Something's wrong. When your company makes $279 million in the year 2019, Okay, make two, or it was, it was two, anyway, 2000, $279 million, and you only pay the fighters about 10% of that, $27 million. Something's wrong. 
something is fundamentally wrong with USC. I can't believe that some antitrust uh, lawsuits haven't been filed. In fact, they have been filed. In fact, there was one suit against the USC that was filed by a bunch of ex-fighters, including including my boy Kyle Kingsbury. Um, <clears throat> you know, where they stated that USC forced them into fights that they didn't want to take, or they had to take, or they fought injured. Or, I mean, this Dana's a piece of work, man. All Dana wants to do is listen. I understand the show must go on. I throw a show, okay? But not when you're involving human beings. You can't put people that are hurt in the fights, people that are not ready in the fights. And as far as fights are concerned, you know, the guys that win these USC fights are losing. And why do I say that? Is they're taking, they're, you don't win in USC. Listen, when they used to send me down to the valley, wink, wink, when they used to send me down to the valley, and Otis would say, we want you to go down to the valley, you're going to fight this guy, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay. And, you know, I went down there and I fought these guys, and they were overmatched and this and that. And it was a way that, that sort of I got to the different bouts, different tournaments, things like that. That's the way it was done, okay? But at least I went down there and I fought the guys. Okay, you have to fight in order to get things done. Now I'm seeing a whole lot of guys coming at me with some shots here saying, you know, that was a long time ago, but today is now. The fight game hasn't changed any. I mean, the fight game hasn't changed any. The fact that the number one promoter in boxing is still Bob Arum at 90 years old, that says something about the fight game not changing. I mean, think about this. 1958, graduate of Harvard University. He was considered tops in his law class, uh, Kuma de Lada, whatever that, that award is. But he got that award, I kid you not. And now, uh, take that back. Then he went to work for President Kennedy. Bob Arum went for president, went to work for President Kennedy. Actually, he was part of Robert Kennedy's Justice Department. He was an attorney general. I kid you not, United States attorney. So he got the boxing bug. How he got afflicted by the boxing bug was he went to see the Floyd Patterson-Sonny Liston fight, and I think that was in 1962 in Chicago, Illinois, at the uh, White Sox Stadium. Anyway, he went to see the fight because of the fact that he was working for the federal government and he was an accountant. So he was counting the money on the pay-per-view receipts, right? When he realized all the money they were making in boxing, Bob Arum said, I got to get rid of this government job, man. I got to become a boxing promoter. And of course, a couple years later, that was 62. A couple years later, he's working with Muhammad Ali in 1965. He was very uh, pro-Ali when Ali was, of course, uh, exiled from boxing and banished from boxing by the boxing commissions uh, across the United States when he wouldn't go into the world, into the Vietnam War. Of course, remember what he said. <laughs> You know, you're going to use my name to lead other young men to slaughter. I'm not going to let you do that. And because of that, he paid a price. Three and a half years of his prime, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking the world of boxing. Next up, primetime Eddie Craw, B Street Boxing Extraordinaire. Mr. Trainer Extraordinaire himself. Next up on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And all these fighters that, that are, you know, they share in the revenue. They do share in the revenue. They have an... A, 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 they have the upside in the pay-per-view, you know? You see what I mean? Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. As I look through the glass here at Sports Byline, <laughs> my producer's freaking out. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing. We take it to B Street. Of course, B Street is in San Mateo, California, and that is the home of B Street Boxing and its owner, boxing trainer extraordinaire, Mr. Eddie Croft. Primetime Eddie Croft, how are you today? Merry Christmas, sir. Hey, Merry Christmas to you too, Pedro. I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good. So what's the story with Shevchenko? Uh, so we're still, I mean, I, I, I'm having difficulties getting a visa, so I can't go to Russia. Um, right now, we're kind of, you know, working out how to get him into Germany right now. There's some difficulties with that, too. So, um, But the fight's still... Right now, on for January 14th in Germany against Caleb Truex. Okay, we're talking about 30 year old Evgeny Shevchenko. Why do I have a? I can't say say the first name for me. Evgeny. Evgeny. Why do I have such a problem with that? I don't know. Anyway, um, so he's now. Wait, wait. What? Why want to let you out of the country? You owe child support or something or what? 
No, 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 no. They'll let me out. So <laughs> right now, uh, you know, because like Russia put a hundred thousand troops on the border of yeah, you know, I know. Ukraine, I know. right? And so you know, uh, like we're putting pre- uh, pressure on Russia to re- withdraw troops. Mm-hmm. So they're just like because of that, they're not letting any Americans in. I understand. Um, I guess Vite- is, is Vitelli is Vitelli Klitschko. Is he still the mayor of Ukraine of Kiev? Is he still the mayor of Kiev? Of Kiev yeah. Is he? Is, what, what do people think about him over there? Because overall, um, people. You, you look- know what? I, I don't. I don't really get uh, like a good feeling uh-huh. that they that they're in total support. I think they. I, from what it sounds like, that you know, it's. A lot of people kind of, uh, you know, kind of think he's a joke. Okay. And speaking of joke, Luis Ortiz is like forty-five years old. as a Cuban sure. Cuban heavyweight taking on Charles Martin, who's like not a, not an overachiever. No doubt about that. They're putting this on pay per view, calling it all pay per view heavyweight card. Frank Sanchez, Carlos Negron. Bottom line, that's is, a joke. Yeah, Gerald Washington. Gerald Washington taking on Ali Demison. Gerald Washington. I said this before, but he's older than George Washington. I mean, he's a, uh, these guys are old dudes. What I'm trying to say is, that are people that starved that this is going to make money? I, you know what? I doubt it. I'm not buying it. Yeah, I don't want either. I, you know, I, like, I, I think that it might, hopefully it makes enough money to, like, pay the purses, right? You know, I don't want the promoters to take a bath, and I want the fighters to get paid. But, like, it's not going to be a money-making show. Okay. Um... I got a good one for you. Gary Russell's been on more milk cartons than he's been on fight magazine covers. I'm talking about, of course, the WBC featherweight title holder. He's like missing in action. Is he really that talented? Dude, I like. I personally think so. I love the guy. Um, I, it, I think it's a shame that he's inactive. I think it's a shame that he only fights like once a year. Um, I remember in 2002. Uh, you know, I'd been gone for, you know, in New York and I had been, tra- I hadn't been training anybody for a couple of years, but in 2002 I, or 2001, I moved back in 2002. Like I, I brought a fighter to the national golden glove and I was watching this kid hit the bag and I was like, man, this kid's pretty good. And I, you know, go to him and go, Hey man, you got, you know, real, real nice technique. And I like the way you move, blah, blah, blah. And it turns out it was him, you know, Gary Russell Jr. I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm talking to like the number one seed. And he already knows he's good, but I'm telling you know, so he probably was like looking at me like, "Whatever, OG, thanks." Eh? Yeah, but you know, he, he's getting up there in age in his thirties now, and he's making one twenty six. To make one twenty six just once a year, that must be a pain in the you know what? Because me, I'd rather make weight four or five times in order to get close to the weight. You're know I'm coming from not to like once a year. Yikes! Yeah, I, you know, I can't tell like if he, you know, how he's really short, so. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know how hard it is for him. Like, wait, although, like, you know, he's been rumbling about moving all the way up to lightweight to 135 to to fight, you know, Tank Davis. So, who knows, you know, like how difficult it is for him to make make the weight. Okay, um, good comeback fight, I guess, for in source for both guys. Keith Thurman once beaten, Mario Barrios once beaten, Barrios losing to Tank Davis in the WB 140 pound strap. Keith Thurman being a welterweight, these guys are going to fight at 147. Does Keith Thurman merit, does his ability merit the fact that he should return on pay-per-view, or is this another loser card? Well, 
like I think that right now that you know the just the boxing landscape requires for these guys to get the purses that they want. It, it, it requires pay per view, right? So you know, like uh, for. I don't. I don't know what Mario got to fight Tank, but you know it's a pay per view fight, so you know he's expecting at least a million bucks, right? Mm-hmm. And you would think Thurman's expecting at least three million bucks. And well, wait, 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 wait. time out, time out, Eddie. What has Keith Thurman done for me lately? I mean, it's, it's nothing. Uh, nothing. I agree with you. I totally agree with you, Pedro. I'm not saying that he deserves it, Eddie. The All guy right? smokes more weed than me and my producer put together. I don't know. No, he I don't does. Know I don't he, even know how much weed you guys smoke. Well, all right, all right. Well, I'll tell you, like, we smoke a lot. Anyway, but I'll just say that, that he goes off into the, the forest, he takes a flute with him, and he goes off into the forest, and he smokes weed and blows a flute. I mean, this is not, I don't know too many don't guys. know that for certain. No, no, that, this, that, no, 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 Eddie, Eddie, he's cop to it. This isn't, some, this isn't a matter of contention. He's admitted it. Okay, whatever. The guy, the guy was a really good fighter was, you know, on his way to, you know, being one of the stars in the welterweight division. I felt like, I had always felt like he was a little overrated. Um, not not because of, you know, what I thought. He, I, I just thought he had more in it, in him, than what he was showing. So that's why I felt like he, you know, just a little overrated for what he had, what he had been doing. But I did definitely see a lot of ability in him. Now, he's been in, inactive. And Mario has been active, but you know they, you know he lost his last fight, yeah. and he's moving up in weight class. So like I, I don't know, you know I, I want Mario to win. Okay, uh, fighter of the year, fighter of the year. Does it deserve to be Oleg Usyk? Does it deserve to be Canelo Alvarez or George Cambosis? One of those three. Who would who would you go for of those three? Uh, I would say Usyk. You think so? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I thought what he did was pretty, you know, coming up as a cruiserweight and handling Joshua the way he did. I thought that was pretty incredible. He gangster slapped him. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I liked it. Could, could, you know what? And people, people don't under don't appreciate this because you know they're used to slugging. But he faints with his eyes. He faints with his hands. He faints with his what? feet. He has all these different faints, man. That guy faints you into a different different world. Well, that's what I, that's what I was telling. You know, people. We're saying what you know. There's no way he can win. What's he gonna do? I said, look, he's gonna, he's gonna. If he, if he beats him, he will beat him with feints and footwork. That's what, we, that's what will beat him. And and that's exactly what he did. Hmm, no doubt about that. So you, Cambosa's uh, upset over over Tiafimo Lopez, and he was a 13-1 underdog. You're not giving him any props for that, or what? No, I, it's not that I'm not giving him props. It was, yeah, that was a big upset win. I, like a lot of it, I do feel um, like it's probably fifty-fifty as far as you know. Did Cambosis, you know, really come out and take it, or is a lot of that stuff? Oh, 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 Eddie! I, hold on, hold okay. on, let me finish. I'm you sorry. can't like just start jumping in here. I'm just crying. Oh, I'm a Cambosis fan. Go on. No. Oh, uh, are you? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't really see Cambosis fight that one other time. Who, who do you beat? Lee Selby. Leo Selby, I think. Lee Selby. Yeah, Lee Selby in, in England. But, but, so that was the only other time I'd seen him fight. And, and watching that fight with the, 
you know, the zone commentators just really being biased towards Selby. Like, you, you know, like you have to really watch the fight to see all the nuances and just to see how good Cambosis won, you know, or mm-hmm. what, or how good he was. He won the fight, and the announcers were, you know, just kind of giving Selby every round. So it was just, you know, kind of difficult to watch. Okay. Right? So that was the only time I'd really seen him fight. Now, I, I also felt like, you know, Teofimo fought like the dumbest fight ever. Come yeah, on, man. Yeah, and he, and he lost. And his father is the dumbest trainer in the history of boxing. Eddie Croft, happy holidays. We'll see you soon. B Street Boxing, San Mateo, California. That's what my man runs. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide on WBC-TV. an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the 
best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let my boys harmonize a little bit here. Guess who? Tower of Power, 2007. Larry Braggs on lead. Larry Braggs was a lead singer. I think he won, like, We Got Talent, won that TV show, We Got Talent. And then he was performing with a band called Executive Suite. And they were on fish, playing on Fisherman's Wharf. And Executive Suite was run by a guy named Jose. And Jose, I knew Jose well. Jose used to give me, like, I think 10 or 15 or 20 bucks, 25 bucks and, and free drinks to, like, introduce his band. You know, have sort of have an have a MC for his band down there. So Larry Braggs was part of the band. He was the lead singer. And he could sing. Okay? So Tower of Power was looking for a lead singer. And Jeff Tamalier was, me and Jeff Tamalier were on the phone. I said, <clears throat> you need to check out this guy, Larry Braggs. He's playing with Executive Suite. I said, this guy's won a couple of TV shows. He can, he can really go. And they're going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Anyway, he got the gig. He was there for 12 years. And I never got a finder's fee. Larry, I'm still waiting for my finder's fee. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Some fights of the year, as far as candidates were concerned. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder three. That was a decent fight. Callum Smith and, and Lennon Castillo. I don't think so. Jake Paul and Tyrone Woodley. Listen, people are saying that was a fix. Do you know who's saying that? <clears throat> Boxing people. You know why? Because they're jealous. They're just jealous. That's all there is to it. They can't imagine this guy uh, filling arenas, 15, 16, 17,000 people selling out in the blink of an eye, doing a couple million homes on pay-per-view. I mean, give him his props. And not only is that, he spread the money around. Jake Paul gave Amanda Nunes $275,000 a fight last week. $275,000. That's what she made. Holy cow. She's probably made... Maybe it's a push. Maybe she's made twenty-five or thirty thousand dollars in a fight. Maybe, maybe this time she gets two hundred seventy-five grand because she was fighting under Jake Paul. So Jake Paul, I think, is very good for boxing. As far as the <clears throat> the, knife, the knockout of Tyron, not Tyrone, Tyron Woodley, uh, the former UFC champion. As far as that face-first knockout, that was a stone-cold knockout. You don't, you can't fake those kind of. You just can't fake that man. He was concussed. I mean, separated from his senses. He was falling like it was all over, like he was dead. Okay, boom. And people are saying, oh, it was a fix. It was a fix. The only people that want to say that are the boxing people. They're envious of this guy's ability to draw. Yeah, he ain't the greatest fighter in the world. He probably is going to be like in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Maybe he will be. Who knows? But um, he's probably not not a candidate based on talent for the International Boxing Hall of Fame. But he's doing real well and he's feeding people. That's right. He's feeding people. So when you're feeding people underneath, you are the you're the man. I got to give him props. I mean, I heard never heard of Mike Tyson giving anybody on the undercard big amounts of money when he spread when he threw a million bucks at the undercard of that first fight with Woodley that took place earlier in the year when he uh, won a decision a disputed decision. This time he knocks Woodley out, but when he won that disputed decision, he took a million bucks. He spread it out underneath the undercard. <clears throat> so if you got, <clears throat> excuse me, if you got ten fighters on the undercard. And they're getting to split up a million bucks. That means they're getting $100,000 each. That's probably a whole lot more they ever made in their entire life. So Jake Paul is good for boxing, no doubt about that. Now, Keith Thurman and Mario Barrows, 
<clears throat> February 5th, I got a text on this one. Yes, they are fighting on pay-per-view. This is uh, Al, Heyman's, Al Heyman's move. And, of course, Al Heyman <clears throat> and Floyd Mayweather are joined at the hip. But um, I have to say that Keith Thurman, of course, he's been off a long time. He is the natural welterweight. Mario is moving up and weight, having lost to Tank Davis. Still, it's a, t- it's a pick-em fight. February the 5th, also ESPN+. Plus. Jose Ramirez, a former 140-pound champion, taking on Jose Pedraza. That's going to be a good fight at 140. You know about that. But the fight of the year is going to be Canelo Alvarez versus who in May. He wants to fight this Kabuku guy. Of course, he's the... Uh, the, um, the WBC cruiserweight champion who's got a fight in January, <clears throat> but he wants to fight him at a catchweight fight in May, probably in Mexico. But, you know, I'm not all that high on that fight because what's it going to prove? I mean, what's it going to Maybe you can beat a guy that's bigger than you? Okay, I'm willing to go down with that. But is it really that exciting? You know, Canelo wants to do this in front of the Mexican fight fans. Of this and, and I guess he does. I guess he can call his own shots. I guess he can call his own shots and, and have a fight in Mexico because he has been boxing's darling boy, no doubt about that. And speaking of darling boy, he was handing out toys on Christmas Day in, in Monterey, Mexico, in the area around Monterey. So props to him. Who was missing from the toy and the turkey drive this year was Don King. Every year up until last year, Don King used to make a big scene out of giving away turkeys on Thanksgiving. He would buy like... 10,000 10, turkeys, I kid you not, in different cities. And we go, and he go, I went, one year I went with him. We went to like four or five different cities, and he's like, you know, giving turkeys away. And it's a big PR campaign for Don King, no doubt about that. And at the same time, he's writing off on taxes. And at the same time, the hotels are giving him free rooms, all this kind of good stuff, in order for him to come and do that at their hotel. I kid you not. So Don was just a master. Anyway, 91 years old, he's not doing things. Um, but the other 90-year-old guy is. I'm talking about Mr. Bob Arum. So props to Bob Arum. May have a great, great 19, uh, 2022 as far as his 91st year is concerned. Props to Bob Arum. Some other fights that could have been fights of the year. Omar Valdez, Oscar Valdez, of course, taking out Miguel Burchelt. I didn't think so. I thought Burchelt was competitive, but it wasn't like the fight of the year. The knockout might have been the fight of the year. I think that was a knockout of the year, but not fight of the year. Gabe Rosado. <coughs> <clears throat> and uh, Bick and Mulas, I, I wasn't too hop on that one. I, I, remember, I don't remember that. And Canelo Arvis and Calla Plant, would I call that the fight of the year? No, I wouldn't call it the fight of the year. No doubt about that. Now, ESPN Plus, that's where you want to go as far as your fight app's concerned. But the problem is every once in a while ESPN Plus has a fight or ESPN, ESPN has a fight, they don't put on ESPN Plus. you got to have both. I think it's sort of like, I thought if you had the Plus you know, the app, the ESPN Plus, you would get anything on ESPN as far as all of their boxing was concerned. But that's not the case. The other night I tried to tune in on my app and it wasn't happening. And I don't pay for the internet. I mean, I pay for the internet, but I don't pay for cable TV. I went cordless about about five or six years ago, and I don't miss the TV much. I really don't. What I want to watch, I watch on the internet, or I watch on Delayed, or I watch Prime, or I watch Live, this and that. But as far as missing the TV is concerned... Mm, that cable bill was 100 bucks a month, man. Who needs to pay 100 bucks a month? No doubt about that. It was a waste of my money. Now, pound for pound, we know who the best fighter in the world is. Who is the second best fighter in the world? Is it Terrence Crawford? What is he, like 39 and 0 now? Of course, he's 34 years old, coming to us out of Omaha, Nebraska. Of course, the kid from the hood. I mean, he is a hood guy. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he gets mean. He gets nasty. He trains well. He's dedicated to a sport. Um, but is he the number two guy pound for pound? Is Earl Spence up there? Is Earl Spence the 27 and 0? Of course, what's he like? 31 years old, the welterweight title holder. Of course, out of uh, Dallas, Texas, an area. Of course, he flipped out of that car. Mm, what was it? Two years ago now. 
flipped out of that car at 150 miles per hour, suffered a brain bleed because you saw the brain bleed in his eye. So you know he suffered a brain bleed and concussion. So he, he suffered some internal injuries. He didn't walk away from 150-mile-per-hour crash or jumping out, being flown out of, flung out of a car 150 miles. You watch the video tape. I think you get it on YouTube. Earl Spence is driving this Ferrari, the sports car, and he flips the car, and you see something fly out of the car, and that's Earl Spence flying out of the car. Okay? You didn't see his $10,000 handgun, though. He was drunk as a skunk, was booked for DUI. Jerry Jones got him off on that, Jerry Jones being the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. But Jerry Jones got him off on that. But he had a $10,000 handgun in his car. So he was drunk as a skunk, driving at 115 miles an hour, and he had a $10,000 handgun. Why do you need a $10,000 handgun? Think about that. It was a custom gun, a $10,000 handgun. Is he a hood? Is he a hood rat? I don't know. I thought Earl Spence was gay at first. I saw him when I first saw him. Since that guy gay, no, he wasn't gay. He's got a family. But no, but is he a hood rat? Think about that, man. A $10,000 handgun. Why would you need a $10,000 handgun unless you were a piece of work or a piece of spit with an H? Think about that. Anyway, as far as he and, uh, and, uh, and Crawford is concerned, I think Crawford just beats him down. I just do. I think Terrence beats anybody at 147 right now. I had doubts about him before, of course, being the the ascending champion from 135 pounds to 140 and now 147. I don't think he can go much further. He's talked about maybe going to 154 pounds and fighting a junior middleweight. I say, you know, get the fight with Spence. Spence is the guy that's holding this fight up. Spence is the guy holding this fight up. And the guy that I think is the unknown commodity, 147 pounds, is undefeated uh, Virgil Ortiz. What's he, 23-0, 23 knockouts, something like that. Some, he's got a good record, fought good opponents. I think he's a tough guy. I think he brings it to the dance. He's well-conditioned. He might be the next generation of welterweights, okay? And I think that Virgil Ortiz might be the, the unsung hero on all these guys. I really do. Keith Thurman, forget Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman smokes too much weed. Too much weed. Listen, you smoke weed, you get relaxed when you smoke weed. Of course, sort of like getting laid, okay? You don't want, you don't want your fighter getting laid. You don't want your, sorry, it's being truthful. But you don't want him getting, you know, having sex before a fight, real close to a fight. You don't want him on smoking weed either because it just relaxes the spit out of him. You don't want a guy that relaxed. You want him on edge. You just do. You want fighters on edge. I mean, you don't want to fight them, fighters to the point where they're, they're having uh, panic attacks or anxiety attacks. But let me tell you, a little panic is good because when you don't have any panic, <sighs> you're sitting back in the dressing room thinking, I'm going to go out here and slaughter this dude Juan Rodriguez. I'm gonna be- I beat the spit out of him in the gym. He was no match. I dropped him with a body shot and stood over him like almost spit my mouthpiece down on the guy. So the guy had a lot to, the guy had a lot to, the guy had a lot on the line, okay? Because I was going to kill him, right? I went out there, he beat the snot out of me because I wasn't scared of him. You have to be scared. You have to have panic attacks. Maybe not like Ryan Garcia's to the extent of Ryan Garcia, of course, the, the champion uh, or, or one point a WBC title holder. Now, what is he, 21-0 with 17 wax scores. He wants to talk about fighting Pitbull Cruz. He wants to fight the guy that, uh, that um, Javante Davis just beat. Ryan Garcia, why would you want to fight a guy that just lost? Why would you want to fight a guy that just lost? Is that some type of barometer to you? That the guy that just got beat up by Tank Davis, you want to fight him? How about fighting the guy that just won? Is that part of Is that even in your vernacular? I mean, Ryan Garcia, I am one of your biggest fans. I think that you're a good-looking kid. I think you're smooth with the girls, the whole nine yards. I like all that kind of stuff, man. And you can fight. You can punch. I mean, you can really punch. You're tall. You're rangy. You got good shoulders. You know how to roll your shoulders. A lot of ability. You know that about that. And you can punch. Okay? But 
you know, you play these punk-ass moves. You want to talk about fighting all the time, talk about this, talk about that. I'm tired of guys talking. In fact, you know, am I going to have to turn this, turn this, maybe change this show into really boxing talk? When I say boxing talk is that they're all talking and they're not fighting. We need them to fight. Anthony Joshua, you're going to fight Oleg Usyk again. You're going to lose. So take your money, go away. You're done as far as your career is concerned. As far as the heavyweight champion is concerned, Dillian White, and Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury should take care of Dillian White and set up the fight with Oleg Usyk. Now, Oleg Usyk is a formidable foe. Do I think he can beat Tyson Fury? Kenny Rainford, the, uh, my boxing expert from the U.K., Sir Kenneth, um, he doesn't think so. He thinks that Tyson is just too big and too massive. And I don't, you know, I think that if you can get, I used to remember, when we used to spar with big guys in the gym, big fat guys in the gym, like heavyweights in the sand, we'd faint them. We faint them out of position. And once we faint them out of position, you can get in there and they kick the snot out of them, okay? So I think Oleg Usek could do that with Tyson Fury. Now, Tyson Fury is going to say, well, I'm not going to go for those faints. Yes, you will go for those faints because the faints are that good. They are that convincing. I mean, he just, I mean, he, he can faint you out of your past. Kid you not. He is the former cruiserweight champion. I think he won that WSIS boxing series as well. I'm talking about Oleg Usek from the Ukraine. And guess what? They could do this. They could do this anywhere in the world. If, if, if Tyson Fury wants to do it in the U.K., do it in the U.K., but eventually this has got to happen. You take care of Dillian White first, and then you go fight Oleg Usyk after Oleg Usyk beats up Anthony Joshua for the second time. And am I willing to bet on that one? I don't bet much in fights, but I think that's a fight you can bet on, Oleg Usyk over Anthony Joshua in the rematch, maybe by knockout. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide at WBC-TV, coming to you from the Sports Byline Studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Big happy birthday out of the break. Uh, when we come back, you are tuned to Ring Talk and WBC-TV. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760. 800-306-1760. 
That's 800-306-1760. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. on the air and it's a happy birthday Beatles song of course Freddie Martinez Alfredo Martinez guess what he is the uh, brother of Hector Martinez and, and uh, well, what can I say he's a good friend I've known him a long time but here Freddie was Roberto Duran's co-manager and Roberto, Duran, Roberto Duran's later years but he's done all kinds of stuff promoted boxing promoted sports this and that I mean so today's his birthday but I gotta say this one time we were in Vegas and he went to rent a car I said Freddie go rent a car for us so he went, went and rented a car he rented a car with no air conditioning it was Las Vegas in the summertime with no air conditioning man I couldn't believe it but the car was a convertible so that was sort of pretty cool I remember driving up and down the strip playing smooth operate Charday with uh, Freddie Martinez so Alfredo Martinez he calls himself when he wants to do business on the phone, and I'm Hispanic, I know what he's talking about, he calls himself Fred Martin. I kid you not. And when I call people on the phone, I call them, tell them I'm Alistair Martinez sometimes, or Alistair Martin. In other words, you change things up. Sometimes you want to be so Latino on the phone. Fred Martin, happy birthday, Fred Martin. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. want to mention next week, Paris, president of the World Boxing Council, Mauricio Suleiman, will be here. We'll spend some extended time with El Presidente. And I want to mention my fighters of the year. These are my fighters of the year, male and female fighters of the year, okay? George Cambosis, without a doubt, fighter of the year as far as the males are concerned. I mean, the world lightweight champion. Give him his props. He took apart Tiafimo Lopez from the first round on. Of course, Tiafimo, a 13-to-1 favorite. And the other one is the world 105-pound champion, Cianesis Estrada. She's 22-0 with like nine or ten knocks. She's getting really fight, man. She is the real deal. She's like a combination of um, Muhammad Ali and Oscar De La Hoya in a female as far as her attitude and her directive is concerned. She's got a good attitude and she can fight as well. So those are my fighters of the year for 2021. Maybe you've got another opinion. You can always shoot me a text anytime, 24-7 here in the Ring Talk Studios. The text line 415-275-1613. The studio text line once again, excuse me, 415-275-1613. Now, don't forget, next week, a boxing spectacular on television. The promoters are going to pay you. This is pay-per-view. That's right. Pay-per-view. They're going to pay you to watch it. That's how bad it is. Luis Ortiz and Charles Martin in the main event, Frank Sanchez and Carlos Negroni in the co-main event, and a bunch of other old heavyweights, including Gerald Washington, uh, an all-heavyweight card, January 1st on pay-per-view. But guess what? You don't have to buy this. It's so bad, they're going to pay you to watch it. 
So watch your cable companies and figure out how they're going to do this. But they're going to pay you to watch these fights. That's how bad they are. I kid you not. Anyway, outside of that, no boxing really until the second week of January 2022. Until next time, <clears throat> keep your hands up. Keep your chin down. Most importantly, don't forget, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but either you can see hardly duplicated. 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. And, of course, I am the modest one, Pedro Fernandez. Don't forget, this is... WBC-TV, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you delayed every Tuesday on Vive TV. Until next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect. This is Sports Byline.